Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. We are now joined by Mickey Spagnola, columnist, writer, media of Cal- DallasCowboys.com. Mickey, thank you very much. And, of course, we have you on when there's news. Dan Quinn, <laughs> now the head coach at Washington. Uh, is it true that Joe Witt, who's a very highly thought of part of the staff, in Dallas might be joining him. So let's discuss Dan Quinn, and then we can get into Joe Witt. But your thoughts about Dan Quinn getting a chance to be a head coach again? Yeah, you ought to have me on more often because something will happen that day. There will be right? breaking news, yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I think that, uh, you know, the Cowboys had to be braced for this to happen, right? The third time, uh, third straight off season that he's, I uh, had interviews for the job, and I think when you saw the uh, the candidacies uh, uh, dwindling uh, left and right, the, that he was going to be their choice, and might have been their choice anyway. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I, I think he kind of knew this was coming. I think he served well here for three years, turned a very poor defense around, uh, and uh, into a creditable uh, defense. Uh, they got to get better. I don't know that was on him. I think at times it was a lack of personnel uh, on the defensive side. But, uh, yeah, I think, you know, what I know of him, how I've seen him interact here with the players, uh, he's one of these guys that can stand up and command the room. Uh, there's a lot of times, you know, you hire a coordinator and he's really good at what he does, but can he deal with the big picture? And I think Dan Quinn can deal with the big picture. Uh, now his, uh, his next most important thing he does is who does he hire as his offensive coordinator? Uh, because David, if you remember, uh, and, and I've always said this, when you're a defensive guy and something goes wrong on offense, you can't fix it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're at the mercy of your offensive coordinator, which, by the way, and I hate to go back in history, but when Jimmy Johnson got to the Cowboys and Dave Shula was the offensive coordinator and it just wasn't working, no matter if he had uh, a first-round pick the first year and Troy Aikman and a first-round pick the second year, Emmett Smith, Jimmy couldn't fix it. And the only way he fixed it was firing Dave Shula and hiring uh, Norv Turner. 
So I think the big thing for Dan Quinn will be who's his offensive coordinator. And I'm sure that had to be one of the questions he had to answer to uh, the commanders, uh, the owner, uh, before he got the job. What about uh, Witt? And was if, if Witt doesn't follow Dan Quinn because it's a promotion for him, but it would have been had he been also a thought inside of Dallas. Was, was he going to be a candidate to replace Quinn there? I think he might still be. Okay. I, I, don't, okay. Know, I don't know that, you know, that's been dismissed yet. Okay. Um, and, and I think, you know, if they're, if they're looking for continuity, uh, then yeah, yeah. But if he has a choice, then it's a different story. And remember, you would think Dan Quinn probably has a little bit more um, lasting power uh, than maybe staying here with Mike McCarthy going into uh, the last year of his contract. So that'll be a difficult decision uh, for him and maybe, uh, you know, somebody else. Uh, Al Harris, uh, I know uh, Dan Quinn's high on Al Harris, the, the cornerback coach. And, and you know, and here, here's what I'm thinking. And, 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 and Joe Witt has to, might have to make this decision. If he goes with Dan Quinn to Washington, is he the defensive coordinator in, in name, title only, or is he really doing it? Because if I'm Dan Quinn and my uh, expertise is beat defense and that's why I'm getting the job, well, then I'm not handing it off to somebody else. I'm commanding the defense, and I'm calling the defensive plays. Uh, so, again, it's sort of like, you know, Brian Schottenheimer being the Cowboys' offensive coordinator, okay in title, but in reality, Mike McCarthy is running the offense and calling the plays. So, again, you've got to decide, uh, you know, just uh, what your jurisdiction is going to be and which job's better for you when you're moving up. So, Mickey, uh, with the changes, and you mentioned, yeah, he could obviously Dallas might say, well, wait a minute. Uh, what about there was, a, I, I think it was uh, Wilson, and he covers the NFL. I believe it was him. What about Ron Rivera as a candidate to go to Dallas? Oh, I can see that. I, I pointed out in my notes column last night that there's three head the defensive-minded head coaches out of jobs right now. And, and you know, maybe they go that direction. And those guys, you know, you know, they don't need any security. They might be just saying, oh, it might be fun just to be the defensive coordinator, bringing in somebody uh, with uh, some experience. Uh, so, yeah, Vrabel, uh, Jerry already said he could work with Belichick. He didn't say it had to be the head coaching job, right? So I could see them, look, shame on them if they don't have an idea where they were going or, or will go, right? Because you had to kind of plan ahead that if this happened, what are we doing? And behind the scenes, we don't know what they might have already been talking about and, and, and the ideas they had going forward. But like any person that's ahead of a, a corporation, a, a department, you should always have a list of what am I doing next if this guy leaves, right? And not get caught with your pants down. Mickey Spagnola, DallasCowboys.com with us on 365 Sports. Uh, obviously, we have 
Mahomes at Kansas City, and and then what you see now with San Francisco with Purdy, and what a great story. Let's take Kansas City. Is the difference between Kansas City and the Cowboys, is the difference Patrick Mahomes, because Dallas has a quarterback that puts up big numbers. What is the difference, in your opinion, the way those two teams are built? Well, right off the top, Kansas City won an AFC title game scoring 17 points. The Cowboys don't win many games scoring 17 points, do they? No, they're dead in the water. If, it, if it, Most of the time, dead in the water, yes. Right. So, you know, and while Dan Quinn has done a great job here uh, turning this defense around and, you know, the takeaways and everything – but if you look at the big games they were in against the big teams, they weren't very good defensively. They gave up 40-some points to San Francisco. They gave up 30-some points to Buffalo, including 266 yards rushing. Uh, so they gave up 48 points to Green Bay. And Green, but well, 41, uh, I'll excuse him, the seven on the interception return for a touchdown, but 41 points. So sometimes your defense has to play better, and maybe the thing is, and then, you know, Jerry's thing about the holistic uh, view of things, you got to spend some money on the defense. It can't be all on the offense. Uh, and that defense in big games did not play well. So, yeah, it always goes back on uh, the responsibility of the quarterback. Uh, and I get it. That's the way it's always going to be. Uh, but at some point, you got to win a game like that. So Mahomes made the plays when he needed to make them. Would it, he didn't even – did he throw for 200 yards in the game? I don't uh, even remember. I think it was probably close to – like that, somewhere between 180 and 220. I remember looking at the box score because I was curious about – was this him throwing the ball over the place? But he did set the tone early enough where they could throw the ball and they were going to throw the ball, and obviously Baltimore struggled with that. Yeah, absolutely. And the key thing with Mahomes is he makes the play when he has to make it. Yes. You know, in totality, the numbers will, will not wow you. Uh, but take the last play, right? The big pass at the end to close out the game. He made the play, and, and that's what he does. Now, can Dak Prescott do that? He has. Uh, he, he did not have his best game uh, in, in, the, in the playoff game. Uh, it took him some while to get going. Uh, and, and, and sometimes it's not just, you know, the quarterback. The offensive line didn't play well. Uh, you know, they, they, just, they just seemed out of sync. And sometimes it's the plan. Maybe it's the game plan. Because uh, certainly defensively, I understood what Dan Quinn was trying to do defensively because they were short. They, they continued to be short a linebacker all season long after Van Der Esch got hurt. So there was a lack of depth at that position. And then when Stephon Gilmore uh, gets hurt against Washington right near the end of the game or wherever it was, third quarter, fourth quarter, uh, and had to play with a harnessed shoulder in need of surgery, they tried to disguise that by playing more zone than they had all season long. This was a man defensive team. 
and, and they were short a cornerback because they didn't have anybody to they trusted to replace him. And they just could not play zone defense, as you saw, right? How many times do you see a tight end with his back to the end zone standing by himself at about the 25-yard line, and there's not a defender within 20 yards of him? And he didn't run a fancy route, uh, and he waited for the ball. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I, I think part of the problems they had were they, they had a couple positions where their depth was sorely lacking, and they paid a big price in that game. Mickey, a question for you. Washington, of course, has made moves with some of their young, talented, draft pick defensive linemen with Chicago, whoever it was. But they they do have Jonathan Allen and a couple of other guys that are still there. With what Dan Quinn does, and they've got to get better, and he will, and he might bring some Cowboys with him because they have a lot of cap room. Of course, you could also spend that poorly. Is Was Hankins' injury – the biggest of the injuries when it comes to the defense was it, was he the stopgap in keeping that middle that run game defense uh, strong enough for them to be able to fly all over the football like they did ball hawking. Leighton Vanderesh. Oh, I, golly, I had I, you're right. It's amazing because he was a guy people were running into the ground about his second year because he wasn't as good as his rookie year. But no, you're right, and he may not be coming back. Because yeah. yeah, you even mentioned if you if you could give him advice. Okay, yeah, you got to have that, that was, dude. And, yeah. and if you think about and if you think about it, David, that happened uh, after what two or three games into the season. Yeah. Uh, it was it was early, and and then when they had lost Demarvian Overshone uh, in training camp, uh, who was going to kind of take that spot at that linebacker spot? that they tried to play curse at, that he wasn't very good at this year, that really hurt too. And they never found another linebacker that, that they could, uh, you know, boost into that into that spot. Hankins uh, hurt, but he missed, what, two or three games, and then he was back. Uh, and there's another guy, by the way, of one of those 16 that are unrestricted free agents. So, there's a bunch of guys on defense that, you know, were in the last year of their contracts. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure, you know, Dan Quinn will look at some of these guys and, you know, kind of cherry pick. Plus, they've got all that salary cap money. Uh, so, to me, and I read a really good uh, column in the Washington Post stating that the, the, the biggest decisions that the, the owner had to make uh, with this team is, the, who was going to be the general manager, then what's going to happen with the second pick in the draft? It, which quarterback do you take? Are you taking a quarterback? And then who's the offensive coordinator? And I think he put Dan Quinn as the head coach fourth in line, right? So to me, do they, do they invest in a quarterback? And if you do, you better have an awfully good offensive coordinator that can develop uh, a rookie quarterback, unlike Carolina, that hung Bryce Young out to dry with their lack of uh, lack of people around him and a really bad scheme. Mickey, last question. We appreciate your time. Uh, Jerry, they're, they're at that game, that all-star game, all that stuff. My question for you is, Jerry knows how to hit the right notes, or Steven or whoever. They know the, the PR part of this, and, and then also what is reality. 
when they say they're going all in, is that going all in to retain the talent they have to become free agents or need to be extended, Micah Parsons, uh, among others, C.D. Lamb? Or is that going all in and splurge in free agency because that's a dangerous thing to do too? Well, they can't because they don't have necessary money uh, under the salary cap to do anything like that. Uh, so uh, all in, to me, I mean, when when has he not gone all in? Like, are, are they saving $20 million under the cap a year? No, not really. Uh, I think that uh, all in sounds good, but to me, they've always been all in. I mean, you, you know, can only you, you, some- I think what I'm saying is, is that you and I understand how the cap works, although I could not tell right. you, you know, specifically. Uh, if you have stars on your team and you would get crucified uh, if you did not resign them, you didn't give Dak that money, although some, I'll let him go. I get it. Uh, but if you were to let Zach Martin walk away three years ago, or if you were to let CeeDee Lamb walk away, people would lose their mind. If you have stars, you have to resign them, and that's like you're signing a free agent. Is that the best way to put it? Yeah, absolutely. And they will. Uh, and within reason check i mean think about this they had 10 guys pro bowlers right including the alternate so they they've got some pretty good players on the team they had 10 guys on the either first or second ap all pro teams so are they all in because they have that um all in. Your quarterback's going to cost $59.45 million against the cap. Now, what are you going to do? Uh, are you going to just let that ride? Or are you going to extend it because you're all in and restructure the contract and put some of that money in 2006 and 2007 in those dummy years that are in the contract? They, they've got to create a whole lot of cap space to be able to be all in and 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 to maybe re-sign some of the guys they need to re-sign uh think about it uh cd lamb they picked up his fifth year option well it's 17 million dollars now they would like to sign him to a long-term deal to lessen the cap hit uh but you got to have two to play that game right he's got to be willing uh and so there's some money you got to spend and the other thing i saw is that while they got, you know, everybody talks about Dak going into the last year of his contract. Zach Martin's going into the last year of his contract. Demarcus Lawrence is going into the last year of his contract. So they've got some other guys, like I counted up about five, that are going into the last year of contract that are important to this team. So, yeah, the all-in sounds good, but how in can you be when you're strapped with the salary cap problem. Thank you, Mickey. Appreciate it. That'll be interesting with what they need to do to replace Dan Quinn. Is it going to be a promotion? Is it going to be outside? What will Washington do with Quinn now on their staff? I'm sure there will be some attrition from the Cowboys coaching staff and even from their roster too. All right. uh, When we come back, we continue. Paul's out today. No top five, but we've got a couple other nuggets to get to, and we will. And this is 365 Sports. This has been a Rogue Media Network 
Tschüss.